Well, you know that it's going to be alright I think it's gonna be alright Everything will always be alright When we go shopping Well, you know that it's going to be alright When we go shopping It's always And welcome to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. I am not Allie Kaplan. I am Harmony Kaplan. And Allie is not here today. But lucky for me, Grant Whitaker is here. You just love it when I come because this way you can give me a hard time. We can get through the show. I try desperately. I think of all kinds of things I can do (laughs) to either aggravate you or confuse you. You know me, I get so pissed. I know (laughs) you do. Yes. Uh, You know, it's always good to have you here because you're always my favorite shop boy. You know that. I know. I I like being here. I think Allie gets a little jealous. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I would guess. Because we do a little dancing. We do a little laughing. (laughs) We do. (laughs) We get down. Yes. You're in your Lady Gaga boots today. Yeah. You know, I mean, (laughs) I I don't know if I've really talked about it on on the show, but I I do have this awful boot that I've been wearing for weeks now because of a stress fracture. And it is so heavy and it is so warm and it is not fun. But it could be worse. What if it was wintertime? Say, I thought you got that stress fracture actually from wearing heels for your new choreography for all your videos. I got that, it from being stressed. Did you? Yeah. That's, oh, God. That's how, that's how <laughs> you couldn't learn those moves. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you have been calling from Dancing with the Stars a lot. Oh. You know, um, I want, did you watch the Olympics at all last night, the ceremony? You know, I got into the fashion a little bit. I yeah. have it like queued up, ready to go. Yeah. I kind of went out on a Friday night a little bit. Oh. You know, how could you but do I, a you know, thing like course, that? But I, you know, of course, you know, I, I, I did my homework. I've, I I'm know ready to roll. I know you do. I mean, I just, I was interested. I mean, first of all, truthfully, the ceremony itself was really amazing. I mean, obviously there were not even a thousand people in there other than, you know, the, the athletes. But I did a, see the some, highlights. So yeah. Yeah. Some dignitaries, but you know, they still, the show they put on was incredible. And Naomi Osaka lit the cauldron and that was obviously very dramatic, but I just I was watching to see all the outfits mm-hmm. that they were wearing. And, you know, Ralph Lauren has been doing the uh, uniforms the, for the opening ceremony and the closing ceremony for I don't know how many centuries. And, you know, you sort of wonder, what else can you do with red, white, and blue? But uh, what was your opinion? Did you like them? Did you think they were... I did. You know, I thought it was a little more dressed up than it had been, which I think is a good thing. I think because we're in those times where people want to dress up again anyways. Yeah. I think a good navy blazer with a little gold button, I think it goes a long way. Yeah. You know, I guess it's when I saw some of the other countries' outfits, which obviously they are, you know. More colorful. Yes. They're indicative of what, what they wear there and all that. And I understand that. But they're so much fun. They are fun. And I agree. then here we have a, the navy and white stripe and the little red and blue and white neck scarf and they're fine but i guess on the other hand they're typically american and that's what you're going for you know well the- and you know i mean the the thing is though it, there's also parts of it where you think about when you think about ralph lauren and you think about tailoring and you think yes. of all those things 
you know, a, having a white pant that you have to wear that needs a little work and they look yeah. good. Yeah, no, that's true. And speaking of the outfit, I this I thought this was wonderful. In People magazine, they were talking, you know, Jill Biden is there representing mm-hmm. um, America. And she went to some of the events today. Obviously, they're like 13 hours ahead of us. And she actually wore um, one of the outfits that the um, team, team is wearing. Yeah. And she said, I, I love this. She said, during her remarks to an audience of foreign service officers, um, the first lady said that wearing the official Ralph Lauren design team USA outfit made her feel like a new kid, a kid on the first day of school. You know how you have all your new clothes, but you didn't wash them. So the jeans are so stiff. So note to self, <laughs> but she really looked cute in it. I she mean, did, I, yeah. I, I thought she looked great. I just, I really loved it on her. But I, you know, it's exciting. I like watching. Do you have favorites, sports that you watch? I do. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm also a Today Show viewer. And so, you oh, know, they, yeah. they've been, you know, NBC is the affiliate. So right. they're doing like teeing up to it all week. I, I'm really excited for women's gymnastics. Well, I think everybody is. The thing that I'm worried about, I'm worried about Simone Biles. Because I think everybody just expects her to be magic and what if she isn't but you know i think isn't that part of the stress that all the athletes i think get oh i know i mean i love gymnastics i love track and field i love watching all of those parts of it it's just so wonderful yep plus you know we not only see good fashion we see the athleticism i mean it's just amazing you know they work so hard they do yeah I mean, I tried those bars, you know. I mean, yeah. I gave up real quickly. Yeah. Your diving was more your category. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> diving into fashion. That is what we exactly. will do next. Um, there's a lot of beauty news there happening is. in the uh, Twin Cities as well as all over. Target. Um, a while back, we talked about the fact that they were going to have Ulta mm-hmm. beauty shops. And they are... I don't mean by beauty shops like a hair salon. Right. Because I think in the old days, people call it, I'm going to the beauty shop. The beauty shop, yeah. These are, this is Ulta Beauty. Um, they are going to have Ulta Beauty in starting in August. Uh, they're hoping to have them in 800 Target I know, stores I was seeing that. over the next several years. But uh, they will be opening more than 100 of their shop-in-a-shop concept in August. And they will be in, there certainly will be some in Minneapolis. I'm just looking to see there are some that are going to be, okay, there's more than a dozen Target locations, uh, Roseville, Bloomington, and Midway Store in St. Paul, for sure. Well, we'll and none of those, those spaces, actually, that they've picked here in the Twin Cities have Ulta's nearby. Do or don't, did you don't. say? Don't. No, there used to be, you know, I was assuming and maybe they will have one at the Edina store i would think they would and there used to be an ulta beauty at at southdale yeah that is long gone well and it makes me wonder if the the brick and mortar footprint for ulta is going to change well that's a good question and that should be interesting but i i the people from um ulta beauty said that you know they know the industry has to evolve and they've got to find new ways to do things and make sure that um their business is viable. And I think, are you an Ulta or Sephora person? You know, if I had to say one, I'd say Sephora. Got it. And I would say Ulta. Would you? I would. But I I I have a feeling truthfully now that it's going to be in target, 
I have a feeling that I will be more of a, a Ulta. I think they fan. do a good job curating what they have. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And then, you know, not to be outdone, you know, JC Penny seems to have nothing but trouble, but they keep coming back they do. from it. Yeah. And they had a deal with Sephora, and in fact, it still is continuing um, until, I don't know, I think sometime next year, uh, they'll finally be uh, out of there. But they are doing um, an in-store and online beauty hub mm-hmm. that will have a, a whole mix of prestige products. And to kick this off, they will be featuring 13 Loon. Yeah. Now, do you know that? Company? I do know that brand. Do yeah. you? Because yeah. I, that was a new one to me. Um, it will be their beauty flagship brand, and they are going to launch it at select stores and on their website in October. And they'll have a, a national rollout beginning in the fall of 2022. Um, they've got 30 beauty brands, and they're going to have. Uh, that are created by people of color mm-hmm. and allies across skincare, hair, and other product categories, they said. Um, but they, oh, okay, they will continue their partnership with Sephora through next year. Only through next year, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, Kohl's had announced that well, they were going to be featuring and Sephora. And they will, yes. And that that is the, the plan. Um, they have a partnership with Kohl's to be in at least 850 of their stores. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess it will be, you know, they kind of will overlap for a little bit. But um, anyway, so, I mean, there's lots of beauty stuff happening. The other thing I wanted to just mention quickly, because I think it's kind of neat, Love Your Melon is a brand that is local local and has done wonderful work besides all of their cute hats that they sell. And they are set to be in a Nordstrom mm-hmm. collaboration. Um, it's I'm not sure if it launched this last Friday or this coming Friday. I think it's this coming. This coming Friday, Friday yes. I think. Yeah, um, it's called the Pop Up at Nordstrom. Um, they and it's welcoming Mickey and Friends collection. It's going to be available online and in nine Nordstrom stores across the U.S. None of them in Minnesota, unfortunately. But I guess you can just go to Love Your Melon. And well, get Love Your stuff. Melon had such a strong footprint for a period of time in that great space over in the North Loop. Right, right. And they're going to have the Mickey Mouse, um, their Mickey Mouse collection has double palm knit beanies, baseball hats, bucket hats, all of those kind of things. And there will be other uh, companies that will be involved in this too. Champion Crocs, Jelly Belly, Levi's, and, and others. The wonderful thing, if you don't know about Love Your Melon and why it's so great to support it, they're a for-profit company. They are. But they donate 50% of yep. their profits to organizations that um, are helping to cure pediatric cancer. To, and they to do the most the beautiful research. winter gear. I mean, hats and scarves. I mean, it's yeah. really fabulous. And they've, they've given, they've donated more than $8.3 million and over 200,000 hats to children that are battling cancer. So that's kind of a, a great thing. It is. Anyway, we got to take a break. So um, don't go anywhere. We will be back with lots more on Shop Girls. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. You are listening to Harmony Kaplan along with Grant Whitaker. So happy and, to be here. Well, I'm so happy to have you here. And it's such a nice hot day outside it that is. it kind of feels good to be in here. In this air-conditioned studio. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and you know what I do want to mention? That we are ha- we've got a guest at 1230, so next hour. Um, her name is Amy Wolf, and... 
she has a company with a partner called Shenanigans, which yes. I just love. And they're going to have an event coming up. And I, I, she has an interesting story. So you'll want to stay tuned to, to hear about that. But right now, we're going to go to pot. Okay? It's all going uh, to pot. My friend Grant sent <laughs> me an article. And it's very interesting. You know, everybody talks about shopping centers and what's going to happen to them and you know, things aren't the way they used to be. All you have to do is walk into, like, Southdale, and yeah. you can see how things have changed. And uh, it would seem that in some of these storefronts that have remained empty, we may be finding pot dispensaries. It's the new trend. That's would you why like I sent to it. elaborate on that? Mr. Whitaker. Well, you know, I mean, with the every, like you said, with the ever changing tide that we have in brick and mortar right now, it's really interesting. Everybody's looking for the new thing. Right. And so it's not only the new thing. I mean, these pot dispensaries are not only popping up, but this article compares them. I'm, you know, because we don't have them here. Um, not but, yet. No, but I'm probably soon to be yeah. coming, and it is also very trendy. Mm -hmm. But it's really interesting. I mean, they are so wonderfully done, decorated, put together, boutiqued, that they're calling them new age department stores. I mean, marble and white. It's a cross Almost, between an Apple store, a Nordstrom yeah, store. Yeah, I was just going to say. I yeah. mean, it makes it sound like... You know, it is a lovely store to be in. The other thing that I loved when I w was reading this, it said the orders are assembled out of sight and packaged in a bag that looks like it came from Tiffany's. Right. And not only that, I mean, when you think about a dispensary, you're getting your pot, your edibles, you're getting your skincare products, your beauty products, your hair care products. I mean, it's an entire array of things. It's yeah. the Barney's of pot. <laughs> 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 if, if you don't find what you want at Banana Republic, exactly, just head into the pot store. Um, the, but they they went on to say that you know, and I think most of us, if you if you've read anything at all, know that a lot of um, CBD products are certainly becoming mainstream. Neiman Marcus sells one hundred and fifty five dollar CBD oils. Barney's in New York offers eleven hundred dollar hand blown glass right. bongs and $1,400 weed grinders. Uh, and there are obviously a ton of skin products. And, you know, I mean, on the news all the time, you're seeing them do stories with people who are in chronic pain. Yes. And say that this has made a difference for them. And I think it does for a lot of people, but it's also because, I mean, this is shop girls. We're talking shops. We're talking trends. We're talking right. all of those things. I mean, even just the numbers, they're talking about how 500 customers that come and go to these pot dispensaries are bringing about $15 million of revenue into these malls and places. And that's what they need. Exactly. It brings in a lot more than pretzels. Well, and it's foot traffic. Well, yeah, of course. Yes. yes. But who doesn't love a good pretzel? <laughs> Probably after your pot dispensary, well, right? Um, I, You know, maybe I'm... Or some Doritos, well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm one of the few who hasn't tried a gummy bear. Aren't they? Or what are, no, they're not called gummy bears. They're just... They're, what are they? I'm so Edibles, naive. you mean? Edibles, yes. yes that's yes. what they're called. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever but, think you'd be talking about those no, on Shop Girls? No, But it's shopping trending. Thank God it's Allie's trending not in the here, shops. Right? Yes. yes. But I, I mean, it is an interesting turn of events. And I mean, obviously, there certainly has been talk of legalizing it here right. as well as in many, many states. And um, 
Uh, they did say people under the age of 21 are not allowed. The, the store that they were talking about was in California. Correct. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, it isn't like they're running rampant or that kind of thing. But um, it's it's an interesting thing in that maybe what you see popping up in your local shopping mall. Before but and the facts long. are also coming from large, you know, large department store mall holders, you know, Simon's, places like that that right. are giving us the facts and the figures as well. Yeah. So when you're done in the um, pot store, then you probably want to think about back to school shopping. You do. I mean, once you're high, you're like, Grant, what are you sending me? What are these articles? (laughs) You can, you can just, you know, honey, what do you want for school? Go get whatever you want. But um, tell us about that, Grant. Tell us about the shopping for, uh, Back to school. What's happening? I think here's the here's the the thing. We didn't talk about back to school a lot last year. We weren't talking about a lot of things. No, nobody was going back to school. And I I don't know for sure what's happening this year. Well, I mean, here's here's the deal is people are really talking about getting back into back back to school shopping, getting their kids set, all of those things. So it's leading to figures and numbers. So we are looking to be, I mean, the the trend is that we'll be up to $37.1 billion this year wow. versus 33.9 from last year. 70% of people are planning to shop in store. So parents are talking about 70% of them going into stores, taking their kids, doing some good shopping. We've got 54% who are talking about online shopping. Yeah. Then, you know, you've got other people who are trending. There's 33% who are talking about their online shopping and then their pickup and then 22% are still leaning towards doing their curbside pickup. I can, I think that curbside pickup is here to stay. I think for... It's, God, it's for, a great concept though, isn't yeah, it? I think whether it's for food at restaurant pickup or shopping, I think it just, it makes sense. It's something that hadn't come about. And in, in many ways for real retailers, it can be just one more um, way that they can entice shoppers. I mean, you know, I think there are there are certainly people, even if there wasn't a pandemic, that mm-hmm. just don't want to fight the crowds or they Absolutely. just don't like to go into stores right. and they find what they want, but they can just go and, and pick it up. Well, and sometimes it's so nice. I mean, like you're dealing with an injury right now. You can pull yeah. up, you can open your trunk, you can have them close it, they pop it in, you're good yeah. to go. So, you know? I mean, yeah, it'll be an interesting school year situation. It's like the TV dinner of shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one way to look at it. But I think it's going to be an interesting year because I don't know that it is for sure that all the kids will be going back to school. I think there's so many variables right now. And, um, you know, let's hope they will be. But I think the whole idea of... um Shopping is, you know, I still think that you may look online and I think this is what happens with so many people, whether it's for back to school or any other shopping, you look online, but then you get the ideas or you know where you want to go, but then you want to go and actually see the things and try them on so you don't have to bring them home and then go return them again. So we'll see what happens. But right now we are going to take a break. And when we get back, we've got lots more information for you on Shop Girls. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. This is Harmony Kaplan along with Grant Whitaker. And we've just got so much to cover. I In between saw, the jokes, right? Well, yeah, in between the jokes, we gotta have make room for those. Um, I was looking at MSPMag.com mm-hmm. and I was really excited to see this article in there about 
an area that I was not familiar with. Um, it's the corner of East 38th Street and 28th Avenue South that has all kinds of women-owned stores. It's all women. It's like a collective. And yes, and what is fun is it says, you know, that there's plenty of parking mm-hmm. and you can just go, you know, sometimes we're looking for a new place to explore, something different. Um, and I just wanted to mention these because I think these women deserve some uh, accolades. So the first one they talked about was a place called Infused Life. Yeah. Um, a plant-based Based emporium. emporium. I, I believe it's really plants and not anything else that we were talking about earlier, right? Um, it's owned by, I hope I get this right, Tabata Sion. Um, and she used to be in the Midtown Global Market. And so she has moved here. You can look online at infusedlifemin.com. Um, but that sounds like a really fun shop. And then right on the same street is Studio Emmy. And this is a, they called it an adorable florist, has a postage stamp size spot filled with flowers and also gifty goods and letterpress cards and kids toys. And they will do um, orders. You can call and they can put bouquets together for you. And they can also make them while you wait. And that is Shop Studio M at Excuse me, shopstudiom.us.us. Yeah, that sounds so great. And did, did you see some of the others that were well, listed too? Yeah, there's Tar Market. Yeah. You know, I mean, that sounds Which, pretty amazing. It's it's not only a... Do you a, think it's tar? Or do you think it's tear? I think it's tar. T-A-R-E. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's... I'll go with that. It's basically like a luxury shop, a luxury spa market. Yeah. But everything is built on, you know, keeping, of course... Trash out of the landfills and, uh, and offering, of course, package-free and refillable project products, which is nice. And everything's locally made. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, you can also go to the tar t a r e market The founder is um, a conservation biologist. Her name is Amber Hokadal. I hope I'm saying and that has right. a great following. I mean, it says people are coming from all over to visit. The yeah. Shop. I, I mean, you know, these are fun stores. Then there's Homespun, uh, a gift shop locally owned, and they carry just goods from local makers. So they've got the Minnesota T-shirts and tea towels and, you know, all of those kind of things, body care products. Um, Jewelry and everything, too. Yeah. And that is, if you want to check it out online, it's homespunmin.myshopify.com. Dot com. We'll we'll list these. Uh, we'll put a link to these. And then last but not least is and this one I have not been to, but I certainly know about it is Curly Girl Boutique. Yes. And, and she's the new face on the block. Yeah. And she's got a curly name. So that's why it's Curly Girl. Her name right. is Emily Deutschman. Deutschman. Deutsch, well, you say it better than I Deutschmann. do. Yeah, you know how to do that. But, but I'm uh, a German. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she um, has moved back to Zoom appointments with clothing drop-offs when the pandemic hit. Um, she says it's like a local stitch fix, but she has expanded uh, since the pandemic. And she calls it, it a boutique similar to an anthropology. It's bohemian uh, kind of styles. 
and it's open for general shopping and private shopping by appointment. And you can check her out at curlygirlboutique.com. Yeah, so I again, there are restaurants over there too. Um there's the Northbound Smokehouse and Brew Pub, Key West, Ted Cook's 19th hole. So I mean, it's a whole little hub. It and is. I think that's kind of exciting to to know that there's a place that maybe we haven't checked out and it's somewhere new that we can uh we can shop at. So Grant, yes. If you're shopping, um, you should know, of course, what gowns to shop for. I mean, you certainly put enough shows together that you. I've had a couple of busy weeks with a lot of. Yes, I know you you. have. Maybe we'll we'll get around to talking about that. (laughs) The Cannes Film Festival just ended Mm -hmm. a few days ago, and if you wanted to see gowns that were. Spectacular. Yes, absolutely. That was the place to look. And Vanessa Friedman kind of tied up the whole thing very nicely in the New York Times and took some of the uh, looks and basically broke down what she thinks are some of the big um, points that she got out of it. First one, she said, was that big gowns and heels are back. Yeah. What's your feeling? I think it's true. I think they are back. I think just, you know, having had a show two weeks ago, I showed some of the most amazing gowns because they weren't very easily ready. I mean, you couldn't find them. You really? couldn't find them over COVID. Yeah. And it's all the orders are coming in. So there's some great things. Also to mention, you know, Canada hadn't happened until 2019. I mean, it was like, I mean, this was, yeah. you know, they had a year off. So yeah. everybody's coming back. So it's a designer showcase for everyone. Yeah. Uh I said Sharon that like such an Stone. American can. Con Film Festival, con. I'm so sorry. No, con, <laughs> gotta say con. Um, Sharon Stone was wearing, Vanessa Friedman called it, uh, she seemed to have planted a minor garden on her massive Dolce & Gabbana tool number. But it was spectacular. And it was turquoise, I mean, yeah. and floral. I mean, it was stunning. And she wore another gown for the Amphar um, Gala Gala yep. that was a lavender. Yeah. That, I can't remember who the designer was. I think was. it was it Valentino. Was, was it? Or was it or it Dolce was, um, Or was it um, Alexander Volte? Well, we'll have to look that up and see. But she... Looked absolutely beautiful. Oh my um, god, it was stunning. In that. The the corset thing. Um, there was a a British actress, Jodie Turner Smith in Gucci, um, that was a corset top, and then what would you call it? Like feathery, a feathery skirt that kind of went there, from white to yellow. It's more like more marabou like, so it's more yeah. ostrich feathers. Okay. So it's a little softer. So uh, yes, it is feathers, but it's just done very lightly. But that tone with the yellow and the white and all of that, it's so stunning. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, so another takeaway, and I, only Spike Lee, I think, can carry these things off, but maybe it does kind of give us an idea of what men will be wearing. The fantasy tux. Yeah. Forget the plain black tuxedo. He wore so many different looks. It was like a, he had one that was like Pepto-Bismol-like. Yes. Double-breasted. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, they're talking about that, like the the tide of things right now is even in menswear, they're doing great looks, great tuxes, but versus in black or navy, they're doing them in color. Yeah, well, and he did, he wore one 
that was, you know, a little bit more subdued. I think it, I'm not sure if it was navy or, no, I think it was black. But then it was double-breasted with red buttons. Yeah, exactly. Remember red buttons? I love red buttons, oh, do you remember actually. red buttons? The comedian. No, I don't remember red <laughs> You're buttons. You're too the young. Yeah. What would you know? <laughs> but he also had another one that he wore that was like a tie-dye kind of thing. Yeah, and that's also so trendy right now, too. But, I mean... It, Truthfully, if you have not seen any of these red carpet photos, it was a designer showcase for everyone. There were some just jaw-dropping pieces. One of the things that I noticed um, looking at so many of these women, and it was interesting because when you were here a couple weeks ago, we talked about Katie Couric's dress that she wore for her daughter's wedding. There were so many high-low hemlines, which I think is a really pretty look. But you know, it's also because there's so many steps to go up there. Oh, so you think they do that purposely? Well, I think a lot of people get worried about that. Could you imagine wanting to be the woman walking up in your fabulous gown and falling down the stairs? I can imagine doing it. (laughs) I would not want to be that person at all. But, and I think that's why there have been some women who have said, I don't care if they say that you're supposed to wear heels. Right. I am going barefoot. Well, we talked about that. Right. Or I'm wearing Julia Roberts taking her heels off. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. So then there was another um, look that she called, you are what you wear. Yeah, And I mean, you can't put a a more interesting group together than the people behind the film, The French Dispatch. It's um, Tilda Swinton, Bill Murray, Timothy Chalamet, and the director is Wes Anderson. Um, (laughs) Bill Murray always does his own thing. We all know him from around here with the the St. Paul Saints and all. And he at the festival was wearing how would you describe his shirt a mess okay <laughs> it's just about every print that you could put on it well it's every like color. it's like the kitchen sink the sofa the curtain yeah it, it really is a lot yeah it, it is it's even a lot for him right and he's but he did put on just a plain pair of blue bermuda shorts well, to there go you with. go he was very controlled right. in that way and neutral yeah very neutral um the Tilda Swinton, who always has a, a very unique look. She has I a think. very kind of um, like haute couture look about her. Yeah. And she was wearing a pantsuit, but not just any old pantsuit. No. I mean, it was, I, I don't know if the designer was mentioned, but it was a beautiful shade of blue. Um, and there's also another, they were talking about like family affairs, like a lot of the stars showing up with their kids and being dressed together. Yes. Yes. That that was the accessory yeah. of, of the event. But both paired okay. in great clothing. This is the one that I want to discuss. Okay. Okay. Bella Hadid. Yeah. Bella Hadid was wearing, um, in the article, they called it surrealism as a look. But she was dressed in, do you say Scaparelli or how do you say that designer's name? Scaparelli. Scaparelli. Mm -hmm. Okay, I do too, but I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be sure, Scaparelli or whatever. Okay, Scaparelli. No, don't do that. Okay, I won't do that. I'll never do it again. (laughs) So she was wearing this long black dress. Now, it isn't a um, V-neck. It is basically a U-neck cut below the boobs. Yes. Okay. But she does have jewelry on. Thank God for the jewelry, right? Okay. She had a necklace that they called a lung. um, (laughs) It it was the shape, branched alveoli in the shape of lungs 
that base in, in gold that basically covered her boobs. Correct. Now, if you look real carefully in some of the pictures, she had pasties on too. She just did. saying, just saying. Yeah. She wasn't taking any but chances. Thank, thank God, right? Well, I think, well, maybe some people wouldn't think so, but I think that it was a good thing that she yeah, did. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, you know, I guess if you look like Bella Hadid and you want to command a little of attention, little attention, that's, that's a good way to do it. Well, she's also a supermodel. She is a supermodel. You know, that's what you do. You wear the clothes. Yeah. So, I mean, but some of the looks are are stunning. They're far more exciting than red carpet looks at the Oscars or anything they like are. that. They are. And they if just, you are a fashion enthusiast or just looking for something fun or trying to shake up your ideas, they're great photos. Yeah. No, I will we'll definitely post those so you can take a It's got to be fun to wear them, too. It must be so much. I mean, like, think about Sharon Stone, who's, you know, theatrical anyways. Yes. That dress was so beautiful. Yeah. No, it really was. All right. Well, we've got to take a break because when we come back, you know what time it is. It's time for whose look is it anyway? Don't go away. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. This is Harmony Kaplan along with Grant Whitaker. Hope you're enjoying your Saturday. It's nice and warm out there. It is. So. But not so warm in here. No, thank goodness. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm always glad. Usually it's too cold in here, but today it, it feels good. But, I, you know, I also want to remind everybody that, you know, if you don't get a chance to listen to the whole show today, you can always podcast wherever you uh, get your podcast. Just go there and look for Shop Girls and you can listen anytime. Whenever it's nice it's convenient. That, that we can be on demand. Isn't that? I always, <laughs> I'm on demand. That's what my husband says. I want you to be on demand. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, this is the time in the show when we look at something and we analyze it and we check it out and say, whose look is this anyway? Give me she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? I want to start with Terry Cloth. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, we know your opinion. (laughs) We don't have to go any further. But it seems to have uh, suddenly developed a following as a really cool fabric for the season. Um, In some ways, you know, back in the early 2000s, it was a trend. I do remember, but I think it was even further back than that because I was young and still would show my legs, I guess. (laughs) I remember having, I don't think I'm making this up. I think I really had. I'm I'm following along. (laughs) A green, a really bright green terry cloth romper. Mm. Now, do you think I made that up? I don't think I did. I don't know. I'll have to ask my sister if she remembers. Yeah. But I feel like I did. Anyway, they're back. You must have been in the street style (laughs) publication. (laughs) Probably, yes. American Girl. (laughs) Anyway, um, it is out there in everything from bucket hats to rompers Mm -hmm. to bathing suits, um, dresses. What do you think? I'm I can a, tell. This I'm, not a, I'm not a fan. I'm Why? Just, I'm not. You know, having just pulled in, in the last weeks and having events again, I've been like in every store. And there is one store in particular that carries. It's trendy. And I think yeah. they're selling a lot of it. And there are particular. Here's the thing. The truth is it's got to be cut so uniquely. 
And terry cloth is not a forgiving fabric. Yeah, they showed I I saw it's online a bathing suit in terry cloth. And I, you know, when you're trying to show fashion and and for women and you want to show something across the board that every age, pretty much every body type could wear. Yeah. It, you've got to really be of a certain caliber. You can't have a lot of curves. It's just not so forgiving. It it's okay if it's more in a wrap situation. Or if it's in a coat situation, yeah. then it's okay. But it's out there in shorts and t-shirts and crop tops and, yeah, no. What about the bucket hat? Well, if you <laughs> have a bad hair day, it might be okay. Well, bucket hats are, like, ubiquitous. Did you like that? Oh, look at those big oh, words. Don't ask me to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> you but, know, they bucket hats can be very cute. Yeah. But why not just get them in a nice Gucci fabric <laughs> oh no or you know what my grandson um whose name is oscar yes found an oscar the grouch bucket hat and oh. i love it it looks so cute on him but you're probably not rocking that at the gala no i guess not well i don't know everybody <laughs> likes different things so my um, vote is no okay no i you no. know I okay. I'm I'm not even gonna touch that anymore. Who knows? Okay, then we'll bring on the trend that this I don't know if I think Bridgerton had a lot to do with it. I'm sure. Butterfly Tales. Mm-hmm. Uh InStyle calls it the laziest sexy trend of the year. Mm. I um I don't know where to begin with this. I don't know why <laughs> any woman in their right mind wants to wear a corset. I mean, I remember the days of the merry widow and i'm sure there are listeners that do too and if you have a comment feel free to call uh 651-641-1071 um why anybody would want to wear that i don't know they are showing it now as a top without anything over it right and just letting the ends kind of fly and that's why i guess they are calling it butterfly tails mm-hmm. um it's well, what do you think? I think spread your wings if you're a butterfly person. <laughs> I I like it. You do. I do love, you like it for real wear or for fashion shows? Uh, I if you were going out for an evening or you were going to the club or what if club. I well, <laughs> I go to quite a few clubs. Oh, I can drop it like okay, it's hot. Okay. I think it's a good look. It's also a very Jean-Paul Gaultier, Madonna-esque, 80s kind of situation that's kind of come back. Yeah. You know, corsets are being done in so many different ways. I mean, you know, the Kardashians just closed their season wearing Vivian Westwood. Kim and and her mom were both wearing corseted pieces. Oh, her mother was too? Yeah. I mean, it was like stunning. Really? But they didn't have the tails out. They didn't have the butterflies out. But it's corsets are a big thing right now. But... Okay, but if so, you had a really cute jean on, like a pencil jean, and you wore a corset and it was out, and a cute shoe and an evening bag, amen. Really? You just have to know how to style okay, it. Okay, all right, yes. But also, Grant, let us be honest. You don't think there is an age range that maybe it would look better on? No, if you think you Dolly Parton would wear it. Well. Jane Fonda might wear it. Uh, Okay, did I you see it, Dolly Parton in her uh, bunny suit? I, I sure her did. Her Playboy bunny suit? She was wearing Whoa. that corset. She sure was. But, you know, I think that if you, if you feel like moo-moo. it's... If you can dress it up and make it a sexy moment, why not? Well, Gucci showed um, a more equestrian look. Yeah. And they had, like, horse spit 
details. I think so it's that, cute. They, that looked kind of cute. Um, and then there was a model that had like just a, a trouser on and then with a kind of lacy corset with the butterfly tails and then a, a coat over it. Yeah, I think it's a good look. I think especially if you do them in like in a neutral setting. Like even if you did like a brown coat with a brown corset over it, a brown skirt, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what, Grant? That's fine. I <laughs> <laughs> Um, you go ahead. You stick to your terry cloth. <laughs> yeah, I had to wear my romper. <laughs> okay, and then, you know, we can't have a whose look is it without talking about Jennifer Lopez, it seems. And this one I thought we're really stretching it. Yeah. She had a white dress on wearing a lot of white summer dresses, cute dress that had one shoulder. Um and on the other shoulder, she had a bracelet. She did. Now, I'm not talking a bracelet on her arm. No. Or her wrist. Right. I'm talking on her shoulder. On her shoulder. Like probably a yeah. like a slinky kind of bracelet. Yeah. Like a what? backpack with no backpack. Yeah. So what do you think about that? I think no. Because, it, and here's why. Okay. Jennifer Lopez is stunning and she can dress like nobody's business. Right. But that was also a good photo. Because if you were wearing that on anyone's figure, it wouldn't be flattering. It just yeah. wouldn't. If you got the wrong photo, you could have back fat, you could have side fat, you could have underarm hair, you could have it all going on. Oh my goodness! That's I mean, it's just—it's just not a good thing. <laughs> I mean, why would you wear a bracelet on your shoulder? Put I'm it down sorry. on your wrist. It can't be comfortable. No. I mean, to me, that's like, even on her. It doesn't look great. No. 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 So there, Jenny from the yeah, block. Yeah, we love you, girl, but. Put but your forget bracelet that. away. One of the things, though, that's coming back that I think a lot of people probably can wear and will wear is printed jeans. Oh, my God. I love printed yeah. jeans. I mean, all kinds of them. And there's tons out there and good cuts and stretchy and bell bottom. I mean, really fun ones. Everything like prints. And um, I saw one that was like newspaper print yeah. all over the, the pants. And I think that's kind of a cute look. And it's I think, a great look. I think that's something that a lot of people can probably wear so you know absolutely that, that always helps when it, it's something that is easy for people to wear all right well we've we've covered as many as we can and now it's your choice if you want to wear them or not when we get back um we will be happy to take your calls if you want to ask grant any fashion questions or anything else you want to ask